Welcome to I Might Listen But I'm Not Interested podcast, a Real Housewives Rewatch podcast with Kathy and Sean. We want to start off by saying we apologize that we sort of went MIA. Is that the right way to say it? MIA? Sounds good. Okay. Anyway, MIA. It's been 25 days since we've done a podcast episode. And I promise you it's not because of Christmas. Because our last podcast episode was like right before Christmas-ish. Well, no, not right before Christmas. Right before Christmas time. Now it is after Christmas. 25 days. Um, and uh, we just want to say we apologize for our little hiatus. A lot has happened. I've been pretty sick. You know, um, bad cough and stuff, and we always want to give our best to you guys. And I personally did not feel that I could do that when I was literally coughing up a lung. So we apologize once again. We just want to put a little disclaimer out there, but we are back, and we promise to be more consistent. I'm literally holding back a cough right now, <laughs> but it is okay. I'm going to get through today's show. I'm feeling better. I have had one of those coughs that's been lasting for a long time. Um, about, I mean, what, 25 days? I don't even know. Um, something like that. But um, no, COVID. no COVID. No COVID. Tested negative for COVID multiple times. Um, not going to learn. <laughs> um, but we are back and we are ready, as promised, to recap the pilot episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let's talk about, well, I mean, the Housewives news that is going around in the present day, 2022. So basically, we had the Real Housewives of New York, New York, New Jersey, close, I was close, Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer um, drop. And uh, I mean, here's the thing. If you're from New York, you know, if you're from Jersey, you know, if you're from the tri-state area, you already know. Like, we like to, like, put each other down in a sense, like New York, New Jersey, right? Or even within New York, it's the same way. Brooklyn and the Bronx, Queens and Brooklyn, like, the boroughs don't like each other. No one likes Staten Island. Staten Island? Long Island? Well, we're not really involved in that, I feel. Like, I feel like Long Island, like, okay, maybe they hate all... Maybe they all hate us. I don't really know. But me, personally... I hear about the Bronx hates everyone. Everyone hates the Bronx. Everyone, like, it, I feel like everyone hates each other. Like, speaking of, we were literally just in the Bronx today. But I don't know what it is. There's all these rivalries within different boroughs and different sections of the tri-state area. But New Jersey, I have to say, obviously, we're from New York. So, like I said, if you're from New York, you already know, like, the New Yorkers go hard for New York. That's the thing. You know what? That What is that like thing, like the common enemy thing? That's literally how I feel about New York. Like New York will hate each other based on different regions of New York. Like you're from this county. You're from this borough, right? right? You're from this island, right? But then the New Yorkers will all be like, oh, you're from Jersey? Goodbye. Like, ew. I think it's the 
enemy of my wait the friend of my enemy is my friend is that what it something like that i don't know common enemy is what i use yeah. or what i've heard but probably what you said is true too um but that's how it is like here like i could okay for example let's just say for example i i meet someone from staten island and i'm like oh god you're from staten island i'm from long island right and i've actually been mistaken like People have said, you're from Staten Island, right? And I'm like, absolutely not. I'm from Long Island, which is two different islands in New York, by the way. So it's just like one of those funny things. But then when totally someone... Different. Totally different. Totally different. We're not a borough. Long Island's not a borough. Um, Staten Island's technically a borough. But Staten Island also wanted to be its own state once upon a time, and they failed. And they're still part of New York to today just a history lesson for you um anyway um and basically we don't want to get in too much with the animosity with within the boroughs but speaking of just because this jersey trailer dropped i just want to explain why we have not seen real housewives of new jersey i just feel like and here's the thing i will say i liked melissa and i liked Teresa on um ultimate girls trip number one but that's pretty much it for me. Like, I liked them on that show. I don't know them in Jersey. I know Teresa flips tables. I know she went to prison. I know that she's marrying this guy that a lot of people don't like. I know that she has issues with her sister-in-law, as we saw on Ultimate Girls Trip. But I don't really know much about the New Jersey people. Like, I know um, a lot of Italian women are on it, which is cool. There's also a Hungar uh, Hungarian woman on it. There's a Turkish woman. Like, they're interesting characters. There's also a character, um, well, she's not a character, a housewife, I meant. Um, she, they call her Black Dolores because she looks black, but she's Italian. Something like that. I don't know. Something silly. Yeah. yeah. And um, they definitely seem to have interesting characters in that show. So that's, that's what I'm excited for. Also on Jersey... It's the first time ever in the show's history that there are seven full-time housewives, which I found interesting because I'm like, seven is actually a good number in Housewives, I feel. And Jersey has been on for like God knows how many years, and they have never had seven housewives full-time. So that means they've always had six or less housewives, five or six, I guess, because I've never heard of a four-season housewife. No, no. Four housewives. No, yeah. So they've always had five or six housewives on each season right. of housewives, and they finally have seven. Now, um, I think the trailer for me personally, womp womp. I mean, I'm sorry. Like I've seen it, or no, I haven't seen it because I haven't seen Jersey. But like we saw the sister in law drama on Ultimate Girls. I don't like repetitive storylines. That's my thing. We know, like, okay, you don't like your sister-in-law. You hate that she started the show. That's basically what it was in Ultimate Girl Strip. Remember? She basically says, I don't want, I never wanted you on the show because I didn't want to fight with my family. And you and my brother, you're married to my brother and you're my family. That was the whole drama. And it seems like this drama has carried over now from the Ultimate Girl Trip to now the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I'm just bored of it already just watching the trailer. Ah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of um, 
the husbands are on that show a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, I personally, if you know me, I don't like husbands getting involved, and they seem very involved. So that's something I don't like, and I don't think I'll like. But this is just based off of the trailer. But anyway, the point wait, is... Wait, wait a minute. Why don't you like the husbands being involved? I've already explained. They're, they need to, you know, you're not getting a check, so go away. Like, wait you know... They do get a check, I'm sure. They don't get a check. This Why? is what that... I've talked about this. They've already... They, the husbands have... Or, no, I don't want to get into this. The husbands have already complained about how they don't get checks to film confessionals as if that's a thing. Like, you filmed the confessional, you deserve $100,000. Like, give me a break. I seriously, I just don't care for them. And the husbands seem very involved in this. You already see it in the trailer. The man, two of them look like they're about to punch each other. Like, what is this? Like, I just, I've never seen two husbands in a trailer about to punch each other. Maybe I missed it. But show me another Housewives trailer where two husbands about to hit each other. I probably did miss it if it did happen. probably exciting. No, I'm not interested. Kay and Mauricio. They never hit each other. They might. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if Mauricio is really shagging Dorit, then maybe. <laughs> but I don't know if that's true. Um, I don't think it is. Um, anyway, but whatever, Jersey. My point is, I've never watched you. I'm not like overly excited for this. But you know what? There are Jersey fans out there, and there are Teresa fans out there. A lot of people say that she is the queen of Jersey. Cool. Um, but she also has a stepsister in the show. Stepsister. Sister-in-law, excuse me. She has a sister-in-law in the show who's married to her brother. So that makes it interesting, but not interesting enough. I feel like these two new housewives is something they need. Did you know? That's the other thing about Jersey. Did you know that, like, before this season, the Jersey cast was the same for like four or five years. Like, that's insane. Really? Okay. So maybe this is going to like, um, you know, liven it up a little. Yeah. Like one of them was demoted. Um, She was struggling with like anorexia nervosa or something. Mm-hmm. So she was demoted. I don't know if she was demoted because she has anorexia. I don't know what the full story is. That's it. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, then Crystal. No, if that's the case, then Crystal should be worried too. I guess I don't really know, but um, that's basically what I heard. I heard that one of them was demoted for dealing with anorexia, or maybe it's her decision. I don't really know. Um, but was so any other gossip about any other shows, perhaps? Yes, yes. Let's move on. I'm sorry. Yes. So. <laughs> Anyway, New Jersey, I don't know. So the point is, first time there's seven housewives. And yeah, so we'll see. We'll see you in February, I guess. Um, So next on Housewives News is Cynthia Bailey is returning to the Real Housewives of Atlanta as a friend, most likely. First of all, I don't like announcements like this. Um, She did an interview where she's like, I'm most likely going. No, no, no. I don't want to hear from you until you like sign a contract with someone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's cool. You're going to be a friend of. I think this is an interesting one, though. We know Cynthia from um, Ultimate Girls Trip. And she was not at her best, like, as a person, I feel. Like, I personally was not a fan on this Ultimate Girls Trip show she was on. Uh, Cynthia. Like, she was doing that stupid barbecue thing and asking people who's the prettiest person here. 
Remember in the drama oh, with yeah. Kyle? Just okay. not, I that's not why I wasn't a fan. She just seemed like there was something like a, you know what, up her, <laughs> you know what, <laughs> yeah. a stick up there. Um, I don't know what that was about. Anyway, the point is, she says that she's most likely coming back as a friend of. Her story is interesting because she actually had left the Real Housewives of Atlanta after she had gotten married, um, but the marriage only lasted two years. So now, naturally, what housewives do after divorce, no, I'm kidding, um, she moved back to it from L.A. to Atlanta, so back to her, yeah, um, and she's says that she's not full-time, but she's most likely a friend of, so good for her, I think, you know what? She's going to have another one of those parties where they're like, who's the prettiest? And who's the shadiest, and who has the best butt, all those things. We'll see how that goes there. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But you know what? I personally feel sad for her because a two-year marriage is definitely disappointing, um, especially when she seemed very excited talking about him on Ultimate Girls Trip, how blah, 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 yeah. she found her person. And I personally, which is hysterical because I know college basketball, um, I've seen her husband because I've seen him announce her college basketball. And he seems like a nice guy. Um, but I think from what I read in the press was like, I don't really know what this, she said that there was no infidelity, nothing major, nothing, no animosity. Um, but I can imagine that the man is, uh, announcing college basketball, whatever he does for college basketball. He does something for college basketball. Cause I've seen him. Um, I've seen his face on college basketball networks, you know, right, right. at the games and stuff. But I can imagine when you are a real housewife on Atlanta, right, that it's not easy when your husband is doing, you know, basketball announcing or whatever in L.A. So um, I think I don't know what channel he works for, but one of those channels. I don't know. But, yeah, it went, it must not be easy. So that's probably why the marriage ended, if I had to guess. She did say there's no animosity. But good for her. Get that check, too, because, you know, they're going to give her a nice check to come back to the show, as even as a friend, if what she says is possibly true. And, you know, uh, yeah, no, but good for her. And uh, next we have to, I was actually told by someone that we had to talk about this today. Yeah. So we have to talk about Salt Lake City. So. Salt Lake City is interesting because I don't know much about these women. I know that three of them are cousins or something. Not really interesting um, to me, at least. But one of these people was clocked in the face. And we did watch the clip from the show just to talk about this. Yeah. And the woman has... I'm blanking on her name. I hate my life. Anyway, <laughs> she has a big black eye. And... The line is sort of iconic, I must say. She says that it doesn't look that bad. It's not that noticeable. And one of the women say, "You, sh someone looks like, you look like someone clocked you. And she's like, well, maybe someone did. And then the scene ends. And I personally was like, wow. Someone really got punched in the face on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen such evidence of violence on Real Housewives. I mean, this is not 
some just like this is a black eye. So those all of the cast members were sitting in the room when she said that statement. Yeah, that's what was weird. Like she came in and was like taking off her sunglasses and like, here's my black eye. And they're all like, what happened? What happened? And she's like, I think we all know. Like, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. That's what confused me about her. Like, we, you walk in and you're like, I think we all know. No, obviously they don't. They're all looking at her like all innocent, but one of them's guilty. I mean, I think whoever is the quietest in that room is guilty. And I don't know who that is. But you guys, listen, there are body language experts out there who watch Real Housewives, I assure you, and they will watch that and know right away which one of you is guilty. Because all I know is that one of those women is quiet, at least more quiet than the rest of them. And one of them is less shocked. And one of them, the woman clearly got hit in the face. And then they go, oh, that's right, at the end of this scene, because it was about a three-minute scene that we had watched. And um, the confessional she's in the confessional and a producer and you know they don't usually have producers um you know i mean how confessionals works is uh, producers ask you questions but they don't usually show the producer asking the question but they actually did and they said it was her saying um she goes what happened the producer said what she goes well what does it look like and then she said um i think the producer said who are you trying to protect here by not saying what happened to you? Something like that. The cameraman did it. <laughs> yeah, let's do the cameraman he, now. Yeah, he wanted a really good close-up and, you know. Yeah, just hit into my... No, but no, it was concerning, too, with the scratches on the woman. I was like, what is happening? That's that to me when I saw those scratches. Yeah, yeah so one of those women scratched her and hit her in the face. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, Oh, but then the interesting part, too, at the very end of this clip was she says, um, you know, uh, what happened? Oh, she said, who are you trying to protect here by not saying like, I guess she hasn't even told producers what happened, even though there's cameras. I It seems confusing. I don't really know what's going on. I don't even think the fans. I don't even think the hardcore fans know what's going on. It's just like. Well, we'll find out. No. Well, no, she said, I think we all know what happened. Yeah, but okay, so just say who did it. Right, but I think she's like sort of like waiting for someone to fess up, but like it doesn't look like any of those women want to say anything. Anyway, but. Surprised there was no witnesses. I mean, they must have had some footage of some hitting. I don't really know. Maybe not. But the point is a producer said, Who are you trying to protect? And the woman literally says, myself. That means one of those women is out to get her. Like, if she literally says, I'm protecting myself by not saying who clocked me in the face and scratched my arms, that means, that's just, honestly, Mom, I have to say, I don't know where the Salt Lake City Housewives is going, like, future-wise, because if there's someone being violent and a woman who was just hit like this and then is uh, telling a producer that she's protecting herself by not saying who did it. Yeah. That's a scary, yeah. like, domestic violent situation 
between two housewives and I feel like they need to do something. Right. You know, they right. can't just have someone be punched in the face on national right. TV and then have her say, I'm protecting myself by not saying, you know what, there has to be, or I hope there would be some footage of someone hitting her and hopefully Bravo. It's, it's like oh, Kathy Hilton and, <laughs> and uh, Rina. I think that's different, though. There's no, no violence. Like, why isn't there footage of this? Hopefully there is. I think they're withhold, uh, holding it from the fans. I don't think, yeah. like, Kathy and Lisa was different because I feel like there was actually no footage. Right. Like, there was literally, like, no footage that exists. But I feel like with this lady, I feel like there must be some footage out there of her getting hit and punched and something. Right. And maybe, maybe even Bravo is protecting the woman that did this to her by not releasing the footage because I just don't understand how they could even let this happen. Now, some people feel that Bravo has already hinted at who did it by not inviting one of these women to the reunion. And I don't know if this is true, but the woman is basically going to go to jail for like years, right? Um, Jen. Yeah, And she was not invited to reunion, and then she was invited to the reunion. But, oh, that's the other drama basically going on with Salt Lake City. She was basically disinvited from the reunion, and then they said, you actually can come to the reunion, but we're going to talk about all your legal troubles at, at the reunion. And she said she didn't want to answer any questions. But then Bravo said, well, this is a part of your story on the season, and this is what you signed up for. And she basically disagreed. So I feel I don't. You're the legal person. Why don't you give us a little insight on this? Well, um, just um, because there's a legal case pending, and the lawyers always tell you never comment while it's pending. So just for her own, you know, <laughs> her own self-preservation alone i would think that you don't want to say anything that would incriminate you so she's being forced really to possibly say something to that might incriminate herself by bravo you know she's being forced almost i feel personally that she could have shown up to the reunion and said no comment no comment no comment for legal reasons just like Erica Jane, but Erica Jane obviously is a different situation. But Erica Jane has said at but the reunion, Andy Cohen is such a hard pressed reporter. <laughs> but he's not, though. I mean, I'm joking. Let's be real. Not, I'm not trying to be shady. He's not the best journalist in the world. Okay, he lets stuff go. He moves on. Like Erica has said on the show, for legal reasons, no. You know what I mean? Failed at that though. She didn't, though. She has said, for legal reasons, no. And he'll repeat the question, and she'll say, for legal reasons. And she'll say it over and over until he moves on. She spoke a lot about what was going on with her. Yeah, she did. But then at the reunion, she got so in trouble with her lawyers while the show was airing that she didn't say much at the reunion. She was like, for legal reasons, no. But I feel like uh, this Salt Lake City, um, Jen, you know, she could do the same thing. She could be like her that's going to jail. 
Exactly. So she could do the same thing for legal reasons. I can't answer that question, Andy. She could have shown up to that reunion because they're not going to talk about that forever. They might spend an hour on it. I don't really know. Here's the here's the thing you have to understand. They film reunions for about 12 hours um, sometimes. It's not going to be 12 hours of talking about your legal troubles. Yeah. So I feel like she did what's best for her, but I personally would have shown up. Yeah, so and It's embarrassing. It is, but you know what? You signed up for the show, and a lot of people have said they don't like her, obviously. She's accused of stealing from the elderly, but people have said about her that this season, she's a lot lighter, you know? Um, she's just not getting, she's not really getting involved. She has enough drama going on in her life, yeah. you know? Um, she definitely has a lot going on in her life, but I feel or and fans feel that she probably is just chilling because she's like listen i could go to jail for 10 years let me keep doing this show and just zip it you know observe i personally feel if i was on a reality show i would just observe and then when you gotta blow up you blow up and that's probably what she's doing she's floating a little because those people, those women are probably leaving her alone. I don't know. Back to what we were originally talking about. We went off a little bit. Did she punch the woman in the face? I don't really know. But would it make sense that that's why they're not talking about it? Because if a woman who's facing prison punched someone in the face now, right? That's a big thing. That's a big story here. So I don't know who punched um, her in the face. But I guess Salt Lake City yeah. fans will have to wait. Yeah, it's a big cliffhanger, really. So they need to, they need to, um, they need to give the fans. Bravo needs to give the fans some peace here, um, because I certainly would not be sticking around. I know a lot of fans, <laughs> including, <laughs> which is hysterical, yeah. including former View co-host Megan McCain is not happy with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and how the season is playing out. And particularly the black eye situation. But I don't know who hit her, but um, I hope her eye heals. I bet it has. I mean, yeah. it's still a scary situation. And whatever violent situation she was in or currently is still in and whoever she's protecting, hopefully by the reunion of Salt Lake City, they figure this out. You know, they've already filmed the reunion, actually, but... It has not aired yet, so hopefully when that reunion airs, people will get some answers because the fans would like to know who clocked the woman in the face. I mean, I think you, if you're going to talk about it, you got to answer the question. Yeah, yeah. It's like enough is enough at some point. Yeah. We also have to mention one last big thing that we almost forgot, but... Um, all right, calm down. Um <laughs> So, Brandy Glanville has teased, and now it's on page six and everything else, that she's coming back to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She basically posted a video saying this is the best Christmas present, and she opens her hand, and it's a little diamond. Um, cubic gar uh, zirconia, or whatever it's called, um, as she has let us know. <laughs> because she actually, she actually let fans know <laughs> and that that's what they actually hold for the photo shoots. Really? Well, yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> I'm having a moment. Anyway. 
that makes sense. And you know what? And it's, you know, I'm like, yay. I mean, me and Brandy have had a love-hate relationship, but <laughs> after seeing her on the, what is it? Ultimate Girls Trip. Ultimate Girls Trip um, deal with um, Dorinda. I, is that is it Dorinda, right? Um, I'm just, you know, I sort of became more of a, a fan of her. So I'm definitely um, looking forward to her coming back and bring a little, you know, uh, shake up that crowd a little. Well, she definitely shake it up. I, speaking of Dorinda, I mean, I'm glad she slayed that dragon because Jesus, um, Dorinda was a horror show. She is a horror show. She needs like psychological help. Um, yes. <laughs> um, no offense, but um, at least what we saw in Ultimate Girl Trip was very concerning. Um, so anyway, nice. Yeah, you didn't make it nice on uh, the Ultimate Girl Trip. That was like almost like being in like a, a hell or something. No, it was like personal hell, like or like a prison. Like it was just that was the most chaotic. If you if you were looking for a chaotic mess to watch, even if you've never seen Housewives, hop on Peacock and watch the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip yeah. X Wives Club because I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And that Bluestone Manor, I think, is utter hell. I think I'd rather it be a horror movie um, title. It really should Blue, Blue Sun Manor. I personally <laughs> feel she said she wants to make a summer camp at Blue Sun Manor. I think I'd rather go there. If I went to punish my children, I would send them to Bluestone Manor for summer camp. I wouldn't give them summer camp there for fun. Absolutely not. Like, exactly. I, and like, whatever. I just not no. Anyway, back to Brandy. So that's the last time we saw her, though, was an Ultimate Girls Trip. And she was in Bluestone Manor hell and um, with Dorinda and uh, how many other like six other women? Um, Anyway. So, which was a great cast, by the way, besides Dorinda, I have to say. It was a great cast. Jill Zarin was on it. <laughs> yes, and who was the one? Um, oh, from the OC. Oh, Tamara, Vicky. Tamara and Vicky, yeah. Tamara, Tamara was really funny. When Dorinda was talking to her in the kitchen about food in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. That was such an iconic blow-up. She was like, yeah. I mean... I, I she just don't stop Dorinda. She's just first of all, they showed footage of Dorinda eating food in her room too, so she's a hypocrite. And whose idea was it to have it at her house? My goodness. I think it was probably Andy Cohen's because he knew it'd be hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said it's it was yeah. his twisted fantasy. Yeah. He actually said that season's cast was his twisted fantasy. Yeah. Well he achieved that. It came, uh, yeah. It came true. It was a twisted fantasy yeah. for everyone, yeah. including the, the people living in it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of Vicky, she said that Ultimate Girls Trip was probably the worst seven days of her life. She said it was <laughs> she said it was horrible. She really she said there was constant fighting. There was no. she said we actually she actually said that Bravo or Peacock Peacock. Peacock could not fit in all of the fights because there was that many fights on that trip. Are you kidding me? Yes. That's it was she said it was so bad. Anyway, back to Brandy. So that's the last time we saw her was in Blue, Bluestone Manor Hell. And um I saw a different side of her, you know, a new face from her, but you know, um she's still she's doing her thing. Um 
um, but and I I think though, even though she has a new face, um, she definitely showed it a good side in a way. Like she's different than she was. She actually has said that she's happy she was fired from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because she looks back on that season, season five, and <laughs> I mean. She says she needed to be fired because she was getting too much into it or whatever she said. Um, also, she had a big falling out with Lisa Vanderpump, and I feel like that definitely was a hard thing for her. And she had her relationship with Kim and uh, just a lot going on with her. Um, but she did get first share that, that season. <laughs> and I will say, I will say, first share at the reunion. Um, yeah. the the OG fans know what that means. Yeah. Um, but I will say she did also give us that iconic. I will credit Brandy. The last time we saw Brandy on Bravo, right? Um, she said to Lisa Rena, "Um, you have the same haircut for twenty years, and you're coming for my look." <laughs> I have to give Brandy credit and yeah. say there yeah. that that is the reason why Lisa Rena wears wigs. To this day, she has not given over. She started wearing them. She started wearing wigs, yes. But that because of that read from Brandy, did she start wearing wigs? I mean, no one else can change my mind about this. This is absolutely why she started wearing wigs. Because Brandy said to her at the season five reunion, you've had the same haircut for 20 years and you're coming for my look. The woman is always in a wig now since then. I've not seen, <laughs> you rarely see her 20-year-old haircut now. It's just like, okay. Anyway, um, lay off the wigs, Lena. You look, you don't look younger. She does look younger. Just get a, a different haircut. Seriously. No, she can't get rid of it. It's too iconic now, so I get that yeah. part of it. Well, she could get a wig of the iconic. No, that would look weird. No, but the hair extensions, they don't, they make her look younger, but they also make her look like photoshopped in person. It's, it's a weird thing to explain. Anyway, um, back to the real point. Yeah, Brandy, Brandy might come up. We don't want to say. I mean, she's hinting on page she six. Was on pause. I don't think she was on pause. Dorinda is no, delusional, no. as as Brandy says. I was fired. Well, that's what I loved about Brandy on Ultimate Girls Trip too. She kept it real. Like she was like, Dorinda keeps saying I'm on pause. Like just admit you were fired like brandy was like it's fine we were all fired here every one of us here because you know i appreciate the honesty that's why it was called the ex-wives club because every single one of them were fired housewives yes and obviously you've already seen that tamra's coming back to the oc so she got her redemption I think Dorinda needs to stay off television for the rest of her life unless she seeks the psychiatric help she needs. Um, so, you know, uh, no, honestly, like why Dorinda, here's the thing. Dorinda clearly wants to be back on television, but they always talk about how Jill wants to be back on television. It's like, okay. And half of you don't, you were all fired housewives. You think all of you don't want to be back. But I will say the interesting part is Brandy actually has said why if she does come back like this new tease of hers with the diamond, if she does come back, um, I think it'd be interesting, especially since she actually said to the press not too long ago, maybe it definitely less than a year ago, she had said that she actually doesn't think she would fit in with the housewives nowadays on Beverly Hills. 
just because like she thinks it's overproduced now. Like when she she said when she came back to film with Denise Richards, well not with Denise Richards. Actually no, she did film with Denise. But yeah, when she came back to film with Denise Richards and um obviously after the Denise Richard drama, she actually said she felt the show then. That's when she realized that it changed over the years because when she came back to film with Denise, that was maybe four or five years after she was fired. So she had seen just how way the way production had changed. Like she was saying, like, you can't even sit down and have dinner without them getting involved. Like, everything you say there would be like she literally would say like she would be sitting down at dinner right and the producers would come over and say can you say that line again like absolutely not you know what i mean no oh we didn't hear you spontaneity of it well i personally i hope it's not true but that would be that's sad to hear if that's true because it's like okay oh we couldn't hear you so say that line again they're wearing microphones like you know so Brandy said she, that's partially why she doesn't feel like they'll show fit in. But maybe she's putting it aside and maybe she's like, let me give this a shot. I mean, they're probably going to pay her a pretty penny. And her her son in the past um, has gone on social media and begged Andy Cohen to bring her back. Said, please bring my mother back to Beverly Hills so she can buy us a brand new house because this house sucks. Sounds like a spoiled brat because you live in a house in Beverly Hills. Like, get over yourself. Um, I mean, I'm sorry it doesn't have, like, you know, the luxury stuff that you need. But you're literally living in Beverly Hills. Like, I mean, it could be much worse. Um, Anyway, so she definitely has had some moments in the past, and her children, (laughs) too, where seems a little desperate to get back on Beverly Hills. But she did get on the Ultimate Girls Trip. Got a pretty penny for that, I'm sure. And if she is back on Beverly Hills, I will say I think it would be good for the show. Because you know what? One thing about Brandy, she's not scared to go after people, including Kyle. And I'm not trying to be rude. I like Kyle. I really do. I have a soft spot for Kyle element, not just because she's the only OG left. Like, there's something about Kyle that is like, you sort of like her. You know what I mean? Like, you do like her. But then sometimes you're also like, you know, my God, why is she crying again? But no, but I do like her. Um, but my point is no one goes after Kyle. No one goes after multiple people on that show. No one went after Diana the whole time. And she's the one who's new. Like, it's like, when are we going to go after other people? Like, that's how I feel about certain Kyle housewives. Is, Kyle is unique because she has, you know, two sisters involved in the show. Yeah, and whose fault is that? You all signed up for it. I mean, she cries about how she doesn't have a good relationship with them. But let's be real. She's probably the reason why she doesn't have a good relationship with them. I mean, you aired out years ago that your sister's an alcoholic. Okay? You said that on national TV. She probably regrets that to this day. You know, calling her sister an alcoholic on national television. I think for them, they'll probably look back after this, after they leave reality TV and say there was a price. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I personally feel I really do like Kyle, but she's done nasty things to her sisters in the past, and they've done nasty things to her. It's like they don't have this close relationship. Like, okay, not to compare you to them, but 
I feel like you have a very close relationship to your sisters. You have two. She has two. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's two sisters. You have sisters, more sisters than her, but still. Um, why am I blanking? You have four sisters. Why? I'm like, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> I was like, you have four sisters. She has two. But I'm just saying, like, they're not as close, I would say, as norm, like most sisters would be. Like, that's what I'm saying. And you have three families, obviously, the Richard sisters, you know, child, uh, child actress Kim. Kathy Hilton married into a big family, a rich family. And then Kyle, former actress too. You know what I mean? So they all have a unique family, you know. Right. No, I was just saying, yeah. I come from five girls and one boy. And those biatches could be uh, crazy sometimes. Right, but I'm saying you have a close <laughs> relationship with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, like. Kyle said that my like again not to compare your family our family and theirs but like Kyle has said that she hasn't spoken to Kathy on and off for about 10 years right that's not normal like you don't just most people talk to their sister like she said she has said on the show she has not spoken to her sister on and off for 10 years like like as a um cumulative total of time like yeah. 10 years they probably hadn't spoken yeah. that's crazy you know what i mean and like we also saw the drama years ago she almost wasn't um she was almost disinvited to her niece nikki hilton's wedding like there's a whole yeah, bunch of mess cousin seems closer though yeah but that's good you know because yeah. they're probably like because what do we it's a close right well that's the whole thing though like that's yeah. part of the drama that's too so hard i mean i can't even imagine being in a uh, similar you know, I'm not in that situation, but I do have sisters and they all have kids and they're like my kids. Um, so for me to not talk to any of them would be very hard. Yeah, I genuinely feel like even if you throw it back to years ago um, where Kyle accused Kim of Kim's dog of um, well, she basically said that her daughter almost lost her hand um because of kim's dog and i guess kim would not allow kyle to talk to her family anymore meaning kyle's nephew and nieces you know what i mean over that really yeah you remember that so i mean like they, they have a bad history but anyway we went way off topic my point is yes. brandy would go after someone like kyle right um I mean, Kyle's been through a lot with her sisters, so she probably just wants to chill. But no, no chilling. Uh, Kyle also was seen having lunch with producers. Uh, don't like that. Don't like the sound of it. Seems uh, tacky. Isn't Beverly Hills on pause? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we've already, yeah, we've talked about this in yeah. a previous episode. It's not on pause. It's on hiatus. But the hiatus is literally, like, ending. Like, they're filming in January. So it's like, it's not really like, uh, I don't know. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like at first I was like, okay. But then I was like, I mean, hiatus, like you're filming in January. Mm -hmm. That's not, I guess it is a hiatus. Cause they, cast everybody except for Brandy added. Mom, we don't know that Brandy's added. That's just a okay, tease. Diana's probably not coming back. Um, All right, we'll find out, but we're going to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get Housewives to it. Housewives of Atlanta. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna Episode come back. Uno. 
well, the pilot episode, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna come back. But um, yeah, Brandy, like I said, I will end with what I literally this is all I have to say. Brandy will be good because she'll shake up the cast if she comes back. That's my personal opinion. And she's not afraid to go after any of you because Brandy's type of person, it's like her loyalty only goes to, to so far to where she, if you're wrong, she'll let you know. So I think Beverly Hills needs some, they need an, not, well, Brandy's not an OG, but they need a returnee because this whole alliance of women on Beverly Hills, as much as I like some of them, Somebody has to be taken down. I don't want someone taken down exactly, but there needs to be that alliance broken up because that alliance is ridiculous. And if you know Beverly Hills, you know what alliance I'm talking about. It's the Fox Force. And it's honestly getting ridiculous that those four women, even though I do like them, those four women have this alliance going called the Fox Force, and you'll never see them go after each other at least not long term. So we'll see what happens. But um Brandy, best of luck to you. I mean, if you get your diamond back, good for you. Hello. Let's go back to October 7th, 2008 to the Real Housewives of Atlanta pilot episode. So, yeah, we have Real Housewives of Atlanta, episode one. Well, season one, episode one. And, um, again, small cast, five women. And uh, I have to say, Nini's tagline. <laughs> That's the first thing I noticed. Nini's tagline is iconic. Um, I don't have to keep up with the Joneses because I am the Joneses. I mean, that's iconic. <laughs> I have to say. I mean, she was a star right then and there. Um they say how it's the black Hollywood. You hear it's like certain quotes here and there. It's a Mecca for rich African-Americans. There's a lot of black A-listers there. So it's definitely a city that you're going to see a lot of um, black people living, a lot of rich black people. Like they, they're letting us know, like this is black Hollywood people. Okay. And um, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know Atlanta like that. I've been wanting to go to Atlanta quite a lot. Um, I mean, quite a long time, I've always said, like, I want to go to Atlanta. I want to go to Atlanta. You know what I mean? I've said that to you. Yeah. Um, it's definitely up there on the list of cities I want to go to. But I would like to go there for, like, like a trip with, like, friends or something. Because I wanted to go with you originally, right. my mom. Right. But then I was like, what are we going to go do in Atlanta together? <laughs> like, Atlanta, I feel like, is more I, like... I had a whole plan because The Walking Dead was filmed there. And um, they had a Walking Dead tour. Yeah, but that's not enough for me to want to go there. Like They have something else outside of there, like some um, body of water. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, we did. We did discuss visiting Atlanta for this Walking Dead tour, but it's hot, though. It's hot. very hot, but well, that's not a problem. You can go like in the spring um, or the winter, but um, well, I don't know about the winter. But, but okay, so it's a party town, I guess. Well, no, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to Atlanta. I have other cities and other countries to hit first, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have plans. Um, so. I have to say, um, the first housewife we are introduced to, what's wrong with her buying a house that she's never seen in person? Like, this was the most strange intro scene. Like, 
at least like the very beginning, they roll up to this house. They walk in. Wow, this is the house we bought, honey. For what? The internet? Like <laughs> they've never seen it? Like, I don't know. It just seems sort of silly. You've never seen the house. To the designer and you say, This is what I want. And uh um you just go through the door when it's done. I guess. I guess. And then um the style is very like two thousands, because as we've said, we're in two thousand eight here. Um yeah, definitely not the typical um a lot of um like dark oranges browns um dark red you know that was very in then like those colors those like maroon and the um uh, red orange and the brown was very in then like those type of darker colors ripped out probably and updated yeah yeah it's definitely like the you could just tell by the color palette of the house that it's very like that era Mm -hmm. and um her husband played in the NBA for 13 years, and he's currently still in, at, well, in 2008. And uh, he's away about six days a week during the season, which, I mean, I personally would be like, six days a week, my husband's away. I mean, it's not easy, but that's what you sign up for. A single parent, basically. Well, okay, she has two nannies, so I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah. She has two nannies helping her out. Um, so she does have a staff, and she says that she likes the lifestyle of an NBA wife. And um, I, first impression, what, what would you say about Deshaun? I think it's funny because she does not seem like a rich person. She seems like she's a new rich. Nouvelle right? Nouvelle Riche? Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, let's be real. Her husband is a professional basketball player, so she probably is new rich. And they actually did mention in this episode that a lot of Atlanteans, or is that the right term? Atlantans? Atlantans? Not Atlanteans. That's like Aquaman. I I like the way you say it. I think that's Aquaman. I don't think that's Atlanta. Anyway. Let's keep it. All right. Well, I don't I don't think they're from, you know, Aquaman or the DC extended universe. Um anyway, so a lot of Atlantans apparently are new new rich. You have rappers, you have um NBA, NFL, a lot of just a lot of athletes, actors, musicians, rappers, all stuff it like seems that. To me, so she's going to get an estate um manager. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. She has a big staff. Um, but she's going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she has basically two nannies, a chef, like all these people. And, um, I think she seems, she seems nice. Like, I'll, I'll say that. Um, and she seems down to earth. She's yeah. not as glamorous as the other ladies. Yeah. She's a little, um, I don't know if spoiled is the right word, but listen. Your husband is in the NBA. So, I mean, what else can we expect? So then next we're introduced to Nini. And um, the first thing she says about herself is she's real fun. And if you ask anyone in Atlanta, they're going to say, I'm real fun. Well, we know Nini because Nini is arguably one of the, I mean, more well-known housewives. I mean, if you watched Glee, I was a big fan of Glee. I knew her from, that's actually the first time I think I heard of Nini was, oh, and of course, Celebrity Apprentice. How can you forget? Did she become famous on this show and then she got um, a role on Glee? 
Well, I think Ryan Murphy was a big fan of her, and he basically asked her to guest star in Glee. And then she got into um, Celebrity... What is it? Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump with her back. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. I've Like, I don't know. I but just know her. Like an actress. Yeah. Like, I just know her. Like, I don't know right. what it is. Right. I mean, also, she's in so many um, internet memes. Like, she's just, like, one of those people. Uh, like, you know, yeah. that <laughs> is just in a lot of internet memes. Like, I, I there's so many close your likes to married men. And um, I said what I said. Like, I mean, there's just so I, I off the top of my head. Bye. The one where she's given the peace sign and she's like, bye. Like, she's yeah. just she's a, a pop uh, pop culture icon, just a memory. Wait a minute. So she made up. I said what I said. Yes, that's her. So you say that to me all the time. Yeah, I said what I said. Also, so nasty, so rude. <laughs> <laughs> so nasty, so rude. That's her. Yeah. Um. So a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, so she lives in a gated community in Atlanta, and she says it's all about who you know. And um, so, so this community, there's a lot of athletes, a lot of famous people. Her neighbors are athletes, you know. And uh, she's married to an entrepreneur named Greg Leakes. They're married for 10 years at the time. She has a 10-year-old son named Brent and an 18-year-old named Bryson, and she said that her husband has provided a good life for her and her kids. And uh, she then mentions that she's the only woman of the house, so she is the queen of this house. Now, uh, what about your your first impressions for Nini? Oh, well, I mean, I mean, I know her from after this show, but I think she's, you know, she seems like a fun person, and she's she's loud. I mean, she's definitely loud, but you know what? I'm loud too, so I can't really shame her. <laughs> why did I say? Why did I say that loud? <laughs> no, no, no. But um, yeah, she's definitely loud. She's fun. I don't know if I liked her husband that much. I mean, he's not. He's um, he's a non-factor. I I don't know why we care. He's irrelevant. He's not irrelevant. He's just a non-factor. Like, what do I? I need. I don't need to like your husband, unless he's like heavily involved. Like. He's in the pilot episode. Cool. Also, this is like the... Also, Mom, I'm just saying, her husband is now, unfortunately, passed away from cancer. Okay. He died in 2021 or 2022. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not saying, like, you can't say that he's boring or whatever. He was older than her. I'm, that's not the point I'm making. I'm saying the man has since passed, and okay. she's a widow. God bless you, Mr. Leakes. Yes, God bless you, Mr. Leakes. Thank you, Mom, yeah. for that. Um, No, I think... Um, she has an interesting, I mean, she has two sons that are, I mean, eight years apart. That's a big age difference. And, um, yeah, she definitely, I mean, I, it's sort of like one of those things, me personally, where you see someone just really come into their own on screen and she just has that extra factor where you're like wow she's gonna be a good reality star and i'm saying that just seeing the pilot episode i'm not even saying it knowing what i know now like she's just one to watch like she's the main character of this episode so far she's so much more glamorous now like she's very like yeah i mean she actually was like you know what it's 2008 there were weird fashions going on so that i can't even say anything bad about you know but um she her makeup and everything her hair first of all she does not have that short iconic um 
that it's short hair. Like pre iconic Nini. Yeah, well, not even that. This is pre short blonde hair that she used to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, next we get to Kim and um, Kim. Well, she lets us know that she's materialistic right away, and she said she can die tomorrow. But if she does die tomorrow, she'll be wearing Dior. So yeah, materialistic. I mean, if the, you're letting us know, Kim. Um, she's actually friends with Nini, yeah. as um, so it's like one of those friendships. What is and story? What I don't that? know this woman. Yeah, no, no, because it seems like they didn't tell you that much about her background. Well, I mean, we're gonna get into it. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's only the pilot episode, but uh, she lets us know that she's a black woman trapped in a white woman's body, and uh, people have said that she should have been black, born black. Anyway, don't know if you could get away with that one in 2022, but she said it in 2008. So I guess we give her a pass. Right. And um, she says she actually does not feel out of place living in a neighborhood, mostly made up of black people, because I mean, I guess because like she just said, she felt like she should have been born black. So, I, right. you know, she doesn't feel out of place. Um, her that they're all rich. <laughs> well, not all rich, at least her friends that are black are rich. But I mean. She's up there with them, I guess, because she has a sugar daddy named Big Papa. And it's so uncomfortable to say, by the way, just to say his name. He's a multimillionaire celebrity. He doesn't want to be talked about on camera, but she's doing it anyway. He does not want to be seen. He's sort of just like a ghost, like that gives her money, I guess. And um, she has a 10-year-old. No, like really, like it almost feels that way. Like he's a ghost who gives you money, and I guess you sleep with him. I don't really know the relationship. But she has a 10- and 6-year-old, and she's divorced. She grew up in Connecticut, which actually is not far from us. That's like a state over. And her kids do not have a relationship with their father, and obviously she's not very happy with that. Um, and at the end of her intro scene, which was definitely the most interesting, uh, Big Papa, her sugar daddy, buys her a new car for $68,000. Now, um, that was a bit much for me because, listen, I love to see the price tag when you when you watch Housewives. They love, especially old school, um, they love to show the price tag and everything. But, I mean, a sugar daddy buying you a $68,000 car, I know he's a multimillionaire, but wow. I mean, for someone who's like... Drove it right off the lot. Well, that's what she said on the phone. She goes, I want to drive it today. And he's like, okay, here's a check. Like, I just, I know. I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit odd. Um, so then we're introduced to Lisa. Now, Lisa, right? She, um, she says that her typical day is hectic, and she wouldn't have it any other way. So she's one of those women who likes to keep busy, and um, she's a real estate broker, and she owns um. Hartwell associate and associate realtors. She has a clothing line called Heart to Heart Baby. Um, uh, she says she paints, she designs jewelry, and she's bouncing off walls. Now, the woman clearly has energy because I don't know how she does jewelry, painting, clothing line, realtor. Like, there's, there's a lot going on. Right. She's definitely like an overachiever type of person energetic they work out all the time her and her husband and 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. And um, she does mention like her dad is Chinese and her mom is black, so she is mixed race, which is interesting. And um, she's I don't know. I guess she was talking to like people at work, but she was like, you know, I I feel like I can't I can't say I'm black because I'm not acknowledging my Chinese dad stuff like that. So it's definitely interesting that that will probably come up later in the season. Um, she has a ten month old. And um, it's with her husband, NFL player Ed Hartwell. He has played in the NFL for seven years. And he had a huge contract with the Falcons, Atlanta Falcons. But he's currently rehabbing. And uh, they have an interesting relationship because they were married after a month together. And now they're only married like a couple of years. So it's sort of like that honeymoon phase sort of. Because I'm like, if you're married after a month, right? Most people are in the honeymoon phase after a month of dating. They were married at the end of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. No, they were dating for two and a half months. No, no, no. They were dating for one month. One month. Oh my. A month and a half. month and a half. Okay. Okay. And they got married so fast. Yeah. But once you know somebody, you know, that's it sometimes. Yeah. She said this like meant to be or whatever. I don't even know. I like them as a couple. They seem happy. Yeah, but let's do a divorce check while we're speaking about this. One thing, oh, wait, I just want to see the, um, so Lisa is definitely different than the rest of the women because I believe she's the only one that works so far. Yeah, so far. But wait, can I just say, okay, interesting. They were married for five years. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. It says Egderton. That's his real name. Oh, wow. She has three children. Anyway, only one with him, though. Um, says Egderton Hartwell Jr. So that's her son with him that we see in the show. And then it says Egderton Hartwell. They call him Ed, though, on the show, obviously. Ed Hartwell married 2006. So that, that lines up with what she said on the show, two years, to 2011. So she gets divorced. Anyway. All right. So that's a shame. But um, anyway, speaking of her marriage, she actually says, which is an interesting line because she clearly gets divorced. Um, She says that she was in a bad marriage, but she feels like she deserves the marriage she has with Ed now because of that bad marriage. Um, So that's definitely interesting that they had gotten divorced, you know, Um. Because, I mean, I always like to do, like, the update, you know, not always, but while we were talking about how happy seeing them in 2008, how happy they are. And they and I hope, you know, I feel I do feel for her because she does have a 10 month old with the man, you know, at this time. And obviously they get divorced, but um, they should have dated longer. They should have dated. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it just fizzled out. Like if when you get married a month in. And then it said they were married five years. So it's like maybe like they just realized like oh. people date for five years, then get married. Exactly. They were they dated a month and married, married yeah. five years. Yeah. So what is your yeah, what is your first impressions on Lisa? Um, you know, I really like her. She seems a little um, like she's a working woman, that type of gal. And um but you know what? I sort of fear for her because she seems like she's overdoing it. Like she's very hyper and stuff. But then at some point you just like want to just crash. 
and you know it seems like everything's rush 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 yeah i agree i i think it might she might find it hard a little to be on the show and have a clothing line and be a realtor and the other hobbies and other interests that she has um no i really do i do feel that way about her too but We'll see. I mean, I don't know how she would find the time to be a housewife and run all the stuff that she's running. Um, I doubt we'll see much of the. I'm if I had to guess because that's how it works. Um, in other shows where they'll show us them being a career woman and having a nice job, and then that will never make the edit again on the show. <laughs> you know, like they show her in this episode being a realtor, being a clothing um, designer. Oh, by the way, the the clothing line though is for babies, but not that it matters. But she has a ten month year old, so ten month year old, ten month old, so it makes sense for her. Anyway, I'm not that clothing design for children isn't you know nothing to sneeze at. Like she still has that business. But my point is, we probably won't see like the stuff that we saw this episode, like her being that career woman that she is. We probably won't see it again on the show because. That's just the way it is. Like they, we already told her. We already told you that she was a realtor. Like, cool. You know, that's just they done that in other shows. You know. What do you mean? Like, what is your point? Whatever. I don't know what the point I'm making. No, I I'm saying the point is like they don't want to show that side of them. They want to show the other side. No, I'm saying like, like we probably yeah, like we They're probably like boring. So what? You're a real estate agent. Yeah, like they they introduced her as a real estate agent, but. <laughs> They're not going to keep showing her, you know, do that stuff. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so next we have our last housewife. Um, at least of this episode being introduced. And it's Sheree. Now, the first, very first thing we see is she's on the phone with, I don't know who, uh, an assistant maybe. Mm-hmm. And they say Rolls Royce wants it's to fine. get, yeah, <laughs> Rolls Royce wants you to, to come there or something and she goes everyone wants me to come somewhere i'm like what okay so she's clearly into herself she considers herself amongst the atlanta's elite she's from cleveland ohio but she's lived in atlanta for 15 years and uh she's in a long divorce battle she was married to nfl player bob whitfield and she said that her and her husband uh, started off as good friends, but everything changed after they got married. So that's definitely interesting. Um, she says from this divorce, she's hoping to get a seven-figure settlement or whatever they call that. Alimony? I don't know what it is. You know the legal stuff. Right. Yeah, whatever. She wants seven figures. She wants at least a million dollars, okay? And uh, Several million, I'm sure. Several million, probably, but at least seven figures. They have to maintain the lifestyle that she's become accustomed to. That's exactly yes, exactly. Which, um, I mean, maybe she's naive, maybe she's not. I don't know for thinking this. Um, she she's not at all. Well, you know about divorces, not me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is exactly the way they do this. All right, all right, okay. We know Miss Legal. You know That's the divorce. That's why you hear in the news about how there was a divorce settlement, right, for millions and millions of dollars, right? That's okay. Why. Yeah, yeah. You I can see. talk. You should talk about this more at work because I'm bored. <laughs> um. Anyway, 
Uh, she wants to start a fashion line, which, okay, womp womp. Um, boring. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, okay, you want to start a fashion line? Like, who doesn't? Uh, and um, she also has a big staff. I don't know what's going on with the staffs on, on this city of Atlanta, uh, but these people found find people to work for them, I guess. But she has a big staff, including uh, some famous daughter's boxer, uh, uh, some famous boxer's daughter. Jesus. Okay. Said that the wrong way. Oh, okay. I know who it is. Evanda Holyfield. Um, his daughter is an assistant for this lady. Right. And Evanda Holyfield, if nobody knows out there, was a famous boxer who um, actually fought Michael Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh, I can't. Okay. Okay. We can't talk about and what happened to him. No, no, no. I don't want to hear. His ear was bit off. <laughs> All right. All right. We're good. We're good. Didn't need to know that part. Sean <laughs> doesn't want me to tell you. All right. He doesn't want to talk about it, but it was pretty gross. All right. Okay. Anyway, so she basically okay. is having a big birthday bash party. Oh, too funny. And anyone who's who's who in Atlanta wants to be there. Bit that ear off. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I got to move on. All right. So she says that image is important in Atlanta, and her birthday party needs to go smooth. So basically, and this is all in her first scene, like this woman, she's a character. Um, she basically was supposed to have an appointment. She had an appointment where some guy, like a house call, house call appointment, and she calls in the staff. It's hysterical. And um, Evander Holyfield's daughter calls, and he's like, he's acting like he doesn't know about an appointment. <laughs> so then she's like, Get the other assistant. The other assistant comes in. She goes, oh, no, no, no. He knows about the appointment. And he has to show up today. Like, this is happening. And we're not rescheduling with him. And you would have thought that this was, like, a huge concern. Like, I just found it funny because I'm like, all right. They're so serious, all of them. You know, like, the guy forgot about an appointment or he didn't know the appointment was today. Someone messed up. One of your assistants screwed up. Or he's just, like, flaking. I don't really know what the situation is. But you really would have thought it was something much serious because his assistant's faces was like, what? He's not coming? He doesn't know about an appointment at one? He needs to be here by one. Where is he? We're not rescheduled. I was like, okay, anyway. So that <laughs> that concludes Sheree's intro. And that actually concludes um, all five... Housewives, Atlanta Housewives, at least from season one's intros. Well, no, I just, uh, yes, yeah, Sheree is last but not least because she is definitely interesting character yeah. because she's very intense and she seems like she's been rich for a long time, used to getting what she wants. I mean, she was married to an NFL player, so... <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I guess she has been rich. Um, you know. And the show ends with her party. Yeah, and we're going to get to that. Um, you know, and uh basically a bit yeah, a big part of this episode is this birthday party that who's who in Atlanta is invited to and it's her birthday. So um we're gonna see how that plays out. As usual, we got a little carried away. Uh, just talking about the Real Housewives of Atlanta and the OG wives from season one. And uh, so we're going to stop for now. 
and uh, come back with a part two of season one, episode one, pilot episode, The Real Houses of Atlanta. And um, moving forward, we're going to be doing things slightly differently just because it's a big event in the Bravo Holic Bravo Liberty universe. And it's the Real Housewives of Atlanta season five airing. So for the next couple of weeks, we will be covering the Real Housewives. Did I say Atlanta? I met the Real Housewives of Miami season five airing on Peacock currently. And um, we're going to be covering that. So next couple of weeks is going to be Miami. So calling all the Miami fans to our podcast. If you want to listen to what we have to say about Miami. Um, everything going on is going to be a big season, especially with the Hawkstein family. So we're going to be talking about it. And uh, really, we want to focus on Miami only because, um, well, it's a big premiere. It's a four episode premiere. And um, for those of you who have seen it, come join us. Those of you who are going to see it, you know, you can come join us whenever. It will not air in Bravo right now. As I said, it's going to be airing on Peacock first. It currently is airing on Peacock. So come join us. We're going to be talking Miami. Thank you for listening today to the I Might Listen But I'm Not Interested podcast with Kathy and Sean. (laughs) 